Well, forgive me, I've got a bit of a cold, but uh, here we go. In all of the ups and downs of the Huskies over the last three decades, it's my special guest today, the long-forgotten one-time voice of the Husky radio broadcasts, Milton Jackassy. It's a Jackassy. I'm sorry. You are. Now, Mr. Jackassy, you were the Husky football play-by-play guy, right? Until I was removed. Uh-huh. Uh, I did other uh, Husky sports as well. Oh, really? Like uh, basketball, baseball? No, water polo, mm-hmm. chess, yeah, and occasionally the javelin. Track and field. Just the javelin. Okay. But mostly Husky football. Were you, were you good? I thought so. Uh-huh. I don't know why I was replaced. Well, we actually have an audio excerpt of your very first Husky broadcast play-by-play. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, give that a listen, shall we? All right. Here we go. The ball is hiked to number seven, and number seven hands it to number 23, and number 23 runs around the side and is tackled by number 53 and 64 and number 72. So then that was your very first play-by-play. Not bad, huh? That's pretty good. Well, you, you, you didn't seem to know anybody's name. Well, I wasn't good at remembering stuff, okay. but I worked at it. I got better. Uh-huh. You know, guys like uh, Bob Ringo. Rondo. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They, he got it pretty easy these days. How so? Well, I, they actually put players' names on the uniforms oh, nowadays. Yeah. I noticed that. We didn't yeah. have that advantage back when I was doing it. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. We just had the numbers. Sure. It was sure. it was tough. Okay, but then even after you were able to memorize names, mm-hmm. you still got criticized all the time in your play-by-play. I could never understand why. Well, I think people said that you got too distracted when you were doing the play-by-play. What, what was that supposed to mean? Well, uh, I've got an example of it, actually, uh, from one of your old broadcasts. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll that. Getter drops back, moving in the pocket. It's a flea flicker to the fullback, Halverson. He's at the 45, the 40, breaks a tackle, 35, the 30, the 25, the 20. Oh, my gosh, would you look at that? There's a really pretty sailboat going by out there in the lake. Look at that spinner. That is gorgeous. He, uh, did what's-his-name score? Yeah, he did. I figured he was going to. Now, you have to admit, uh, Mr. Jockasy, that really wasn't a very good call by you, was it? I guess, but you should have seen that sailboat. But the play-by-play moment uh-huh. that ultimately got you fired right. from your job as the Husky play-by-play guy mm-hmm. wasn't that call that we just heard. I know. It was this one right here. Here's the snap. He drops back, looking for a man. Fires long to the end zone. Touchdown, Huskies. What a king. Great play that was. That is the call that got you fired. Yeah, yeah. And to this day, I do not understand why. Uh Uh-huh. Because that really was a great play. Thank you for joining us, sir. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. Another music giant has bit the dust. Yeah, and before you say this, I feel bad because I thought he already had bit the dust. Oh, man. Well. And now I feel terrible that he actually didn't bite the dust, but he did today. Yeah. I mean. Within the time that we're doing this podcast, Little Richard 
Yeah, man. Uh, a giant, really. It's so much music. A quirky character, for sure. Yes, very, but, very odd. But that was a part of his odd a, man. Part of his appeal, I think. He had yeah. a, uh, and, and I might have this wrong, but I think he had an epiphany one time when he was on an airplane, and it appeared the plane was going to crash, and he promised God that if he survived, he would become a minister. He did, and he did. And uh, but I don't know how long that lasted. Al Green also became a minister after his girlfriend shot herself. So, uh, really, yeah. Usually, there's something that's interesting that makes you become a minister or not become a or minister. a nun. Yeah. Uh, in my case, yeah, I yeah. became a nun several thank, times. Thank in you, my Sister life. Lisa. Very nice to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before you do your vespers, let's do this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he lived. He lived to a ripe old age, eighty-seven. That's a respectable. Really? Boy, I didn't know. Yeah, he got 80, that. 87, Ooh. Uh It says here uh, di- died from died from cancer and, um, huh. yeah. yeah. He was a ball of fire. And Tutti Fruity apparently was a um, very naughty song about sex. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and they had to clean it up for it to be put on the the radio, apparently. There was was considerable controversy because Pat Boone, uh, who's about as white and as as straight and as uh, uptight (laughs) as you could get, no now, kidding. Now he's selling, uh, you know, walk-in bathtubs. But he he did a version of Tutti Frutti, and I'm I'm still convinced to this day he didn't know what the uh, uh, the undertone of that song was all about. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He just, it was just. It was lost on him, way and, over his head. And unfortunately, or whatever your point of view is, it he his was the bigger hit because back in those days, in the fifties, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't cool to be black a singer. You 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 know, it'd be better if you were the white guy. Then it'd be easier to sell it to the public. And and that is the case with uh, Pat Boone and Elvis, for that matter. But but R- little Richard ultimately pulled through and uh, and really dominated the charts in, in in many ways and, and broke a lot of new ground for rock and roll he probably mm-hmm. was one of the great pioneers of rock and roll as yeah. we as we know it today right 87 wow 87 uh That's a another pretty good run. yeah another uh death in the news today was uh roy horn of siegfried and roy he uh died um, he was 75, and he died from complications of uh, the coronavirus. 
not just, complications from clawing. Not a not a tiger. Not a tiger. Yeah. But you is know, he the I'm, is he the one that got mauled or is yeah, it the other guy? Yeah, he yeah he yeah the tiger tried to eat his face off and yeah yeah, yeah. so gosh, um and I. I, I read an article, and I just I'm really serious about this. You need to be careful because apparently men are much more susceptible to dying from this COVID nineteen than women. Um, hmm. It's uh, like the stats. If you want to believe stats, I know it's hard to know what's accept what, what's right anymore or not. But they say that they've had some studies saying that men are dying more men are dying from COVID nineteen than women, and the reason is that women, we tend to have a stronger immune system. And they also add that men, and I would love your take on this, tend to engage in more risky behavior, like just ignoring social distancing. And they don't take the symptoms as seriously. And they're just like, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask because it looks dumb. Well, yeah. When when you've got the... Uh, the president of the country that, uh, for whatever right. reason, decides he can't be seen wearing a mask. And the vice president. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, men tend to take their... Well, I wouldn't be very virile of me if I wore a mask. Mm-hmm. Unless, yeah, well, of course, I'm weak. the Lone Ranger. Well, Tonto, two men still in town, but other man not there. Do you know where he went? Me not know where he go, but me find out newspaper editor go with him. They gone two, three days now. Well, that's strange. It would, yeah. It would make me look weak. I'd really think that's true—the psychology behind it. There but, is a, yeah. That, that's, but, that's, but men are dying at a rate of almost twice the rate of women. Isn't that? I read that, and I'm like, damn, Pat, be careful. Just okay. be careful. All right. Well, I wear a mask. I, I do. know you do. I know you uh, do. Mostly to keep from being identified, but uh, I also wear it just <laughs> because I, I think it makes sense. Why not? Yeah. You know, I don't know if this is true with you, but. When I walk into a store, I enjoy, uh, uh, this is kind of odd, but I enjoy a certain sense of anonymity that when I go in wearing a mask, I, I, I like that. Yeah, not, not I know. That, I just kind of like, eh, nobody can see whether I'm smiling or frowning or whatever. I kind of like, it's a, it adds an air of mystery, which I kind of like. It's not the best reason to wear a mask, obviously, but, but it, but it, it, it is so. Are we really happy here with this lonely game we're playing? Looking for words to sing. Searching but not finding, understanding anywhere. In a mask, yeah, and I also like the fact that I can make nasty faces at people and nobody knows that I'm mocking them or, you know, like if somebody does something, I, I can under my breath be like, nee, 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 and they can't see that with my, that my mouth is doing that. <laughs> Well, why not? <laughs> so that hey, uh, you know what, what you were saying about uh, men uh, thinking they got to be a ma- machismo and virile and all that, uh, and yeah. this is a bit of a departure. And maybe I've told this story before, but I was listening to a podcast by Malcolm Gladwell, and he talked about the great basketball player Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Wilt Chamberlain? Oh gosh, of course. He was. Uh, 
Wasn't he, he, he a Lothario, a oh, rather yeah. loosey goosey yeah. Lothario? Apparently, Didn't he rack up a million like notches on his bedpost or something like that? That's what they say. That's what yeah. he said. I mean, he uh, had sex with more women than uh, you know. Than Rush you Limbaugh did. eats cookies. So I mean, he <laughs> he really he really did a lot of women. Jeez. Apparently, according to him, but yeah, uh, but he also was it. he was this giant. Uh, unprecedented at the time, seven foot guy. Nobody was that tall in the days when he played in the fifties. And was that and 60s. back in the seventies? Oh, seventies or fifties and sixties? Oh, fifties yeah. and sixties. Oh, wow. Okay. And he and he famously scored a hundred points in one game, and nobody's come close to breaking that record. And this was before they had the three point shot. So all of these points he scored were right under the basket. Wilt Chamberlain has a shot at a one hundred point game tonight. He's already broken his own record of 78 points in a game. He's scoring at will now. Dump shot, good. Will has 98. Will needs one more hoop. He gets a pass, grabs it, and dumps it through. 100 points for Will Chamberlain. The most amazing one-man show in basketball history. And he was a scoring machine. He was huge, could block shots. What he could not do was make free throws. And of course, a, a mm. big guy like that is going to get fouled a lot, and so and he was, but he could not make free throws. I mean, his percentage was terrible. Uh, you know, you would like to think a guy could make seventy-five percent of his shots because they call them free throws because they're free. Nobody's in your face. Nobody's trying to block you. You're mm -hmm. standing at the charity stripe. All you got to do is make it, and he couldn't mm -hmm. do it. He couldn't do it. Why? So. That doesn't make an ounce of sense. I know. And you think, well, I'll what, just did, practice until I can get it. Huh. But he couldn't. He couldn't manage it. So one year, and I don't remember the details of it, but one year there uh, there's a player named Rick Barry who pioneered a an approach to a free throw where you take the ball and you and you stand wide-legged and you take the ball between your legs and you fling <laughs> you fling it up. It's like it's kind of like a bucket shot. Yeah. And you, you so you don't shoot it straight out with You're your hand. You're shooting it underhand. Underhand, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it worked for Rick Barry and and somehow Will Chamberlain decided, "Hmm, maybe I'll try that." Somebody convinced him to do it. His percentage of free throws went up startlingly. He he started making his free throws. And it was um <laughs> it, it, But he it, looked it, stupid it, doing it. <laughs> You've 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 jumped you've jumped to the point. Sorry. He he abandoned it the next season because he thought, quote, it made him look like a sissy, and it was all about looks. Yeah, never mind that. It, never mind yeah. that it was successful. Right. He just didn't think it looked virile enough or yeah. manly enough. Yeah, isn't that isn't that weird? That <laughs> men are like that. They are. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's all per, it's all how you look. Yeah. And, in despite what might be working for you no, exactly it's, it's, yeah it's more important exactly. to, to look right yeah if he if he for some reason was able to make more free throws with a bow in his hair he would probably <laughs> not choose to do that either even though I know. yeah that's yeah crazy. if a, if a, a sprinter decided that he could go faster by <laughs> skipping you know and he win would the race it. Yeah, yeah exactly. he would he would abandon it ultimately because it wouldn't look cool. Oh god. Yeah, men are so dumb.
You guys are so totally dumb. And clearly now, it's clear that you guys are indeed the weaker sex. So there. We can just put that little debate to rest. Yeah, I guess so. so I yeah. guess so. Hey, did I ever tell you the story about my brother, Sean? Uh, and, and if I did, so what? I'm going to tell it again. Oh. But I was out playing golf the other day. And yes, oh, down here guys, in Oregon. You're okay to play golf? Down in Oregon, where I live currently, yes, you can play golf. Okay. There are limitations. Uh, you, they, they don't have any rakes at the sand traps because they don't want anybody sharing yeah. the handles of a rake. Right. And, you, you, and they set it up so that the, the flag poles are, you know, you, you hit your ball and it it doesn't go into a cup so you don't have to touch the flag Oh, either. got it. That's a yeah, smart Stuff thing. like that. It's, yeah. it's smart. And they would prefer people be in separate carts if you're going to have a cart. Yesterday I went golfing and we used a pull carts. But my brother, Sean, uh, who passed away, it's just amazing that he's been gone, gosh, six, seven years now. Really? Gosh, yeah. it is amazing. I thought it just feels so recent. He was such a mm. big personality, such a cool guy, and a big man. He was six, six, and uh, boy, I think at his peak, he probably was 300 pounds. He was a huge guy. And he had a voice like that, <laughs> you know, really big. But he loved golfing way more than I do, or most people do. He wasn't particularly good at it, but he just loved it. He was obsessed with it. He'd go out five, six times a week. And one time he calls me up on the phone, and he's just so excited. And he says, hey, Pat, guess what? I go, what? What's up, Sean? You're not going to believe this. Guess who got a hole in one today? I said, um... Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, <laughs> Tiger Woods? No, me. I got a hole in one on the 14th hole at Quail Run. I said, man, that is fantastic, dude. Yeah. you you got to be very excited. Uh, were you playing in a tournament or with you? Who else was golfing with oh, you? Oh, no. I know what you're yeah. going to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was just me by myself. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So, uh. Uh, you know, and I, I thought, well, that's okay. That's still, you you know, you got a hole in one. I, I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm I'm an easygoing guy. But my other brother, Mike, is the biggest tease in the world. <laughs> he is a practical joker. He will not let go of something. Uh, he'll, he'll go to his grave still, you know, uh, doing stuff like that. And uh, he, uh, so when he found out about Sean's hole in one, he goes, well, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> What do you mean it doesn't count? It doesn't count. No, you got to have a witness. Yeah. If there's no witness, it it doesn't count. It's not legit. <laughs> oh well, well, well. He knows, and Sean would point skyward. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, he knows I got it, and it not doesn't count. Doesn't count. And and he would not let go of it. And it just drove Sean. And Mike knew how to push Sean's buttons all the time. <laughs> so so. So a few months later, we are out on a golf course, and I brought Mike along, who doesn't play golf at all. He, he He's never played. And we got this idea, and I don't know who came up with it, but the idea was that we will we had uh, uh, this, uh, you know, our phones with us. Let's shoot video of Mike teeing off, and we'll, we'll pretend like he got a hole in one. Oh. You mean so, have another guy stationed at the actual cup and just throw a ball in there? 
No, we're 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 situated on a par three, and and so and we're shooting from behind. So you okay. see Mike make his swing, right? And then it's it's all illusion after that. The other three golfers are going, oh my god, oh my god, that's that is pin high. That is pin. Oh my, oh my god, you made a hole in my. And we're just falling on the ground, and we just we're really selling this thing. And then. And then we edit it, and you and you see Mike walking up to the hole, and the camera looks down into the hole, and there's the ball sitting in the cup. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, how'd the how'd the ball get in the cup? Well, we put it there. Oh, I mean, okay. It, it, it's all in a series of I edits. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought. Uh, and, he, okay. So no, got it. no, and so and so and then uh, <laughs> and so I am uh, actually the MC at this uh, this golf tournament that we're doing. So uh, at the uh, at the end of the day, the MC's job is to award, you know, the the winning team and all of that sort of thing. So when I get up to the podium, I say, look, everybody, we're going to play a little joke on my brother, Sean. OK, <laughs> now, when I say that my brother, Mike, uh, has got a hole in one today and we made it this inspirational story because Mike had had multiple hip surgeries and, you know, we said, Doctors told Mike he might never walk again. And yet, on one miraculous day, something incredible happened. And, and, and he makes the hole in one. So, uh, so, so I said, when I tell the story of Mike, I want everybody to leap to their feet cheering and applauding. And they did. They were great. The audience was fantastic because they wanted to be in on the joke. And Mike's pretending to cry in his chair. It's just fantastic. <laughs> It's just fantastic. That's great. And we put the whole video together. Uh, maybe I can find it, and maybe we can post it on our website. Okay. But, but uh, we put the music from the movie Rudy uh, to to this video, which is just sappy, oh, very inspirational music. And so then we so we put the whole video together and then we put it out on Facebook. We don't we don't say, "Hey Sean, watch this video." We don't do that. We just put it out on Facebook and we wait. And probably 3 weeks went by. And, and then one day Sean's son comes in to the room and says, "Hey dad, have you seen the video with Uncle Mike?" He made a hole in one, man. Oh, that's bullshit. He didn't make a hole in one. <laughs> yeah, it's on video, Dad. You got to take a look at it. So Sean, so Sean looks at this thing, and apparently he told us later he watched it a hundred times, and in never quite believing it, and yet there it was. Uh, I can't you know, do you documented video proof. Yeah, and this is all set up by Mike. Oh, and that's Mike, you know, so we funny. don't say anything. And then so then, you know, another few weeks go by and Mike happens to come to town and he stays at Sean's house. And so they're sitting in the living room one day and Sean goes, hey, uh, I saw the video of you uh, making a hole in one. And Mike goes, oh, geez, I'm so sorry you saw that. I'm so mad that anybody posted that. I'm embarrassed. You know, I don't even know how to play golf. It was a freak. <laughs> It was a fluke that I made the hole in one. Uh, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I mean, you're a good golfer. You've played a lot of golf. I've never played before. I, it's not fair for me to get a hole in one. Well, well, uh, did 
What what what'd you do with the ball? You saved the ball, right? Oh no, I used it on the very next hole and I lost it out in the woods. What? <laughs> it, all these protocols right. that you're supposed to do for you know, did you buy did you buy everybody in your foursome a beer afterwards? Well, well, no, I no, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. I, I like I said, I never played golf before. <laughs> Sean is just apoplectic; he can't believe it. <laughs> Mike stupid. and Mike is is waving it off as if it's so unimportant; it's not worth mentioning. Which, of course, undermines Sean's achievement yeah. spectacularly. Yeah, it, it makes him feel horrible. Oh God, uh, such a class. So then we let we let a little more time go by, and in the original video that's on Facebook is kind of watery. It's it. it you know, you can see what it is, but it's not really top-notch video. Then we post the HD version of it a few weeks later. And in that version, you can clearly see that when Mike swings his club, the ball goes straight out to the right. He doesn't even hit it. It's, it's shanked as bad as you could possibly hit a ball. Which Sean just seizes on. He goes, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> we go no actually you didn't know it sean you bought the whole thing and it would just, and we just would not let it go but uh, it was a, it was fantastic uh, i i really didn't take great pleasure in in the in the tease but mike loved it the fact that he just let it go on so long too that I know, takes I that know. takes some skill to be able to do that it does. to do a it fake does. out so i can't stand to see people uncomfortable for too oh, long oh i can't either so i just have to give it, i have to give it up quickly yeah. and and just say i no 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 i'm just i'm just jo- i'm just joking but yeah. you should see your face my wife <laughs> i can't uh, for do example, long, i can't do long term my wife can't stand watching the old show candid camera uh, yeah i it. hate that makes me so uncomfortable when it's least expected you're elected you're the star today smile you're on candid camera i yeah, don't uh, she, like those types of she was the same goofs way. i don't like it um so sean as i said sean passed away a few years ago yeah at his funeral, we uh, all uh, my remaining brothers and me gave uh, eulogies, and they were all kind of humorous and that kind of thing. When I got up, I had set this guy up uh, in the in this in this mega church that Sean went to, and I set this guy up with a sound effect and uh, a voice so that, uh, and then I brought up the whole golf story again, and. Uh, and then when I'm finished with the story, you know, whether he made the hole in one or not, let's find out from the source. And then we play the sound effect that I had pre-recorded, and you hear this lightning crash, and then supposedly the voice of God says, I saw the whole thing, Sean. You did make that hole in one. Oh. And that, and that was pretty cute. That is so nice. Yeah. That's so nice. I have no doubt that he did, by the way. Yeah. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit. And that's when my caddy lost sight of it. That little white pellet has never been found to this day. But it went straight down the middle. Hey, I want to um, give a shout out to our 12 listeners. 
uh, podcast. And I thought you said there were 13 last Oh, time. yeah, we lost one because I guess apparently oh. last our last episode wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know what we haven't done? You know what we haven't done is we haven't thanked our, our contributors who give us money. Thank you for remembering that. Yeah, I so, think of it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so um, we, uh, a big shout out to Lisa Donaldson. Um, she gave us $129,000. Um, you know, Lisa McDonaldson had a farm. Not, not McDonaldson. Lisa Donaldson. Oh, she, gave, she had a farm. Yeah. Old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm there was a chick, the prettiest chick I know. With a little curve here and a little curve there, this chick, she had curves everywhere. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Patricia and Wilson, thank you also for, for contributing to the podcast. She gave us $29,000. I don't know why they're odd amounts, but they oh are. Oh, my God. Um, Mary Coach, I believe. Is it K-O-C-H? I know you know her. Uh, I've, I've seen that name pronounced. Yeah. Uh, Cook. Cook. Koch. Koch. And, uh, yeah, it it's could not, be Cook or Koch. It's not, yeah. co- it's not Cock, is it? Is it Cock? No. Okay. <laughs> No, but you know, I know a guy with the last name of Cock. I really do. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, not, man, that's man, not, why did, that's not why really a bad word if it's no, like, if it's a, I said, why, why would you go ahead with that? At some point <laughs> in your life, you know, going through high school and everything. Yeah. I mean, change it's it just to cook. Torture. Cook. Yeah, cook. Just cook. Or, or something. So Mary was wonderful. She, um, she gave us not nearly as much. She gave us. Ten thousand uh, dollars contributed Jeez, to the these podcast. These are fantastic. And then finally, Dylan Dylan Bumbarger or Bumbarger, um, he is also thank you, Dylan, for your contribution. He gave us four dollars. Four dollars. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. So. Yeah. But on the on on balance, you know, if yeah. you, if you want to average all of that out he yeah. gave maybe what twelve thousand dollars something like that i guess so i'm not yeah. very good yeah. at math but well yeah. I bet, you know we so. don't have a lot of contributors to this show but when people give that kind of yeah. money yeah we, we don't, don't need, need a lot, lot of folks. no yeah we don't need a lot we thank you so much we don't need a lot of listeners and if you want to contribute <clears throat> and again you don't have to do a hundred grand i mean if you want to no, do something no. a little bit smaller than that just go yeah, to that, our that'd website just be showy if you did that <laughs> yeah go, go yeah. to our website and click on the coffee cup and uh Every little bit helps, you know, keep us... Don't you think, aren't you startled that people would pay anything, give any kind of money? I, I'm just... I, I just know, I, think, I know. Oh, that's so wonderful. That is just I know. I guess I guess you're doing something right, because it's not me. That's for sure. Uh, that's for oh, sure. Yeah. That's for sure, yeah. All right, you um, sent me something. You texted me last week. Um, I did? Yeah, you, you said, sure it was me? You you texted me, um, and it's all over the news right now, the murder hornets that are coming from oh, yeah. Japan. What the hell? Why do we need more problems right now? Well, here's These the thing. These are scary, man. They yeah, are freaking here- scary. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. I, I, it was and in the New here. York Times. They're here. It's the first time I read it. And where do you think they were first discovered? In, I know, China. No, oh, no. Japan. In, in this country. Oh, they they're, were? They're, they're, 
they're in Custer, Washington. No, no, no. They you're... came from, no, no. They came, they're called the Asian giant hornets. They didn't start here, yeah. but they are here now. Yes, of course. No, I didn't say they started here, oh, but I... they've been yes. first spotted in the United States where your aunt has a golf course. I know. Up in Custer. Yep. What is the exit number, by the way? Exit 270 off I-5. Okay, uh, right near Blaine, right near Blaine, Washington. Yeah, which is and, where and a all... lot of my family lives. My niece, who is having a baby today, by the way, what? that she lives up in Blaine in the Ferndale area. And these are not; these are hornets not to be messed with. They well, can Ferndale's kill people. Ferndale's in Camino, isn't it? No, Ferndale and Blaine are all up in the, in the north end by they the are? Canadian oh. border. Yeah. Uh, what do I know about yeah. geography? But anyway, so yeah, that's it's a, it's it's horrifying. They're two inches long. They got a mm-hmm. big old orange head with big yeah. like mandible shark choppers on them, and yep. they cut the yeah. heads off of the bump, the bees, the honey bees. They go yeah. in and they. And they go in, and yeah, snap, 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 and it's just—it's heartbreaking. I can't even watch any more pictures of the, the giant, you know, whatever. And they're okay. saying, look, they're saying, look, if you see, if you think you find a nest, do not approach it or attempt to remove it. You must report it immediately. Yeah. And you shouldn't you be know, trying they- to trap them and all that other stuff. But what do you do? You can't outrun. You can't outrun them. They're called murder, murder hornets. Murder hornets. Murder. That yeah. that name alone should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. Now, okay. Now let's. It's easy to sit and jump on the bandwagon here and all this, but what are the good things about murder nothing. hornets? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Mm-hmm. There I must be something. Don't know why Mother Nature or God or whatever you believe in decided that the murder hornet was something we needed to have on this planet. I don't know what well, they're good for. What are they good for? Nothing. Uh, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I was I was looking up uh, bottle traps, uh, which it's important to try not to build traps that are going to attract the good bees. Um, and apparently there's some bottle traps you can make to try to catch them and and the queens right now in the spring and the fall. Um, that's what they're trying to get is the queens because the queens are the are the, the, the start of it's all. Always, the, it's always the queen. Yeah, yeah it's always the broads. It, yep. <laughs> Yep, it's always the broads, and she sends out her little winged monkeys and kills everything. And apparently, yeah. if you get stung by one of these these things, it feels like a fire poker yeah, in your that's eye. What I've heard. That's how that's painful what I've heard. it is. Ugh, so, ugh. Um, well, you know, here's what I think, and I, it's I'm so I'm always scary. the I'm always the male version of Pollyanna. I think it's like the killer bees. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna those. come up and kill everybody, but they, it didn't. It kind of fizzled out. That's what I think the murder hornets are gonna do. Really? It's not gonna. It's not gonna amount to it. That's that's what I want to believe. Well, because the alternative is too horrifying. It's horrifying to think about, and I think about what if they like attacked your dog or something, and um, I mean, I, I just oh god. How about this? What if you got contracted the coronavirus? Got really sick, 
but survived. Yeah. And you were able to leave the hospital. And on your way out <laughs> to the parking lot, you got stung by one of those murder hornets. In your eye. In your in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See, yeah. this is what I'm saying. It's not fair. We have enough crap to deal with right now. I, we don't need the murder hornets. And they're so no. scary looking. Um, yeah, they are. But uh, yeah, they are. I'm going to, just to be safe, I mean, I'm not up near the Canadian border, but, you know, I'm in Seattle. I think I'm going to try to make some bottle traps. And your pair, you're supposed to use re- rice, like rice wine. Um, well, uh, you got a lot of that w- no wine No kidding. Sure. I hate to waste it on them, but it might be worth it. Yeah. So rice Yikes. cooking wine. So, Yikes. And oh, that boy. discourages the honeybees from visiting the trap because you don't want to kill the honeybees. The murder, oh, no. the murder no, hornets no, are no, already no, doing no. that. But the fact that they behead them, I mean, couldn't you just, like, punch them and knock them out? Why do you have to go in with your little mandible and, and, and you, like, they snap their heads off? It's just horrifying. Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Over you. nature i hate 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 nature you've you've said that many times i hate it and this is why if it wasn't for nature you wouldn't be here you'd know that right i don't care i still hate it you'd rather not be here i hate it i can i can rely on something that i know i need and still hate it fair enough i hate i hate having to drink water i hate it but i gotta do it here here's kind of a, a an optimistic uh pleasant uh, sidebar Good. to what I you're need talking that, about. Because I'm just so depressed lately. They are finding, and you've heard about this. They are finding herds of elk. We we saw a herd of elk here in in near where we live. Really? And I grew up in this central Oregon area, and I've always heard about elk, but I'd never seen one in person. Now we went out uh, on two occasions in the last two weeks. We've seen these massive herds of elk. Oh. Passing through, and the are area. there babies in there? <clears throat> There's little guys, yeah. Aww. They're such beautiful beasts, and they're finding wild boar roaming in Italy. They've they're <clears throat> seeing deer in Japan and places they've never seen deer. We've before. got deer in our neighborhood too that people have been posting on nextdoor.com. Yeah. And there's, I've seen them in my backyard, and <clears throat> my dogs will be at the window barking, and I <clears throat> put them in another room, and it's so peaceful and quiet that yeah, isn't that amazing? What do you attribute they're, that to? They're finding geese <clears throat> at the Tel Aviv airport. They. I I I, I want to believe this. Traveling? I, I mean, want to believe it's the earth healing itself. I, I think it's because everybody's home and they're like, well, I guess it's safe to come out now. That might be part of what they're. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I think I think the the lessened traffic, the yep. uh, the the pollution uh, which is diminishing, and all of the rest yeah. is is having a beneficial effect on nature. And it saddens me to think that it's all going to fall apart again once we get through this coronavirus business and we can get back to consuming uh, once again and driving our cars all over the world. And Maybe you can drive my car. Yes, I'm going to be a star. Maybe you can drive my car. And maybe I love you. Yeah, I've yeah. been... Um keeping up with what the uh, airline industries are doing right now and it's uh, Alaska Airlines here and obviously one of the bigger west coast 
um, air, air, air carriers, they've like, they've parked like 80% of their fleet. Just parked. They're like, yeah, we were 80% of our planes are just sitting here. Yeah. Well, you can't fly a plane with two people. Yeah, you can. They they flew a guy from Washington, D.C., not Alaska. I can't remember what what flight it was. From Washington, D.C., somewhere. I don't remember where. It wasn't international. And there was one guy. They have a picture of him on the plane. One guy. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so stupid. Tell him no. You got to go on the next flight. We have to have at least two people on the plane. I got a ticket, man. I know. Come on, man. I know. Yeah. I know it's 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 crazy. Everything's upside down right now. Mm-hmm. It's just nonsensical. But there are those little bright glimmers of hope mm-hmm. when you see uh, nature. And I'm we're seeing uh, a proliferation of squirrels and chipmunks yeah. like we've never seen before yeah. around our place. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. Although it drives the dogs crazy. And murder hornets. And of murder course, hornets. Too. Yeah, yeah. They're on their yeah. way down to you. You better build a trap. <clears throat> hey, um, this is uh, apropos of nothing. But I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, what if your name, what if you you were up for a job? And your name was in Cock. the U.S. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were doing a callback. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you were. I did. Uh, what if you had a, you were up for a top government job, uh, maybe in the Trump White House? Ooh, that and, sounds and exciting. It was a, a cover. That would be a dream come true. <laughs> Yeah, it was a coveted job, and you were one of the finalists. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Uh-oh. your name, your last name, let's just say your name was Leonard Whistleblower. <laughs> okay, where are you going with this, Pat? Well, I'm just thinking, man, he's utterly qualified in every way, <laughs> except his, na- his name is Whistleblower. Well, that's not going to happen. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's just a stupid thought I had lying in bed the other night. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I got way too much time on my brain. What? Yeah. And it doesn't sound like you're using it really well. <laughs> no. no, I'm not. Blow the whistle. Blow the So, so that does bring up a, a point. Are you doing? It does. Are you doing oh, like good. home improvement? Like, are you doing home? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, I again was reading another article where somebody was saying, you know, you know, everybody's taking the advantage of the time they have at home to sort of tackle things and clean out closets and and fix crap and all that. And mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that's making some people feel very inadequate because some people just can't they're like i just don't have the energy to do this so i didn't know where you landed on that what sort of stuff are you fixing what are you doing i know you built a fence Uh, i built a fence and and this is so beyond my capabilities and yet it turned out just fine it looks pretty good so now it's one it's one fence and it took me four to five weeks to do it (laughs) and it's not a very long because i went very I went very carefully. I just was it a twenty I, mile okay, fence? Is that why it took? I you did so one. Long? I did one foot today. That's good <laughs> enough. Yeah. So has that given you confidence now to tackle yes. some like something more? Yeah. Uh, I I took on an electrical project the other day, really? and I, something I would never tackle before. I, I've told you before. If I had to change uh, an outlet or something. I, I would go, uh, not just turn all the power off in my own house, but I'd go around the neighborhood and ask everybody to turn their power off too. So you, afraid of getting shot. Go knock down a power pole just to make sure it's yeah. out. The whole grid. Yeah, out. but I'm, I'm I'm finding you know I think my problem before was 
that I was uh, in my workaday world, I was I was so busy that I didn't have the patience yeah. to do home projects. I, I wanted it to be done quick, and and so I would make mistakes. Now I can methodically and slowly and carefully yeah, you're not up against work the my clock. way through. You've got yeah, yeah you got time on yeah. your hands. I think that might be one of the differences. But I yeah, I've things. never changed an outlet or a light switch. I take that back. I have turned the power off. But here's the deal. You just don't touch all the wires at once. You touch one wire at a time. Yep. And yeah, I know. you can do it. Um, and it's but not think... that bad even if you do touch it. It's not going to kill you. It just sort of, um, it, it it's it's a little alarming. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. So. <clears throat> I know it won't kill you. Yeah. Well, that, that which does not make you stronger will kill you. When I bought, I think it, when I bought my house, and you, I know you remember the guy I was dating at the time when I bought this house. He was a. Uh, he worked in the construction field. I had to I had to rewire every outlet in the house. And I don't have a small house. There's a lot of outlets. He bought a big, gigantic contractor's box because nothing was mm -hmm. grounded. He goes, all right, you're going to go. I'm going to show you once. Here's an outlet. Here's how you're going to take this old one out and put the new one in. And he showed me once, and then I did all the rest of them. So I wow. got really good That's at great. it. And yeah. uh, it was a good handy thing to have because my, when my girlfriends wanted to change out a light fixture or switch out a switch from a, to a dimmer or any of that stuff, they would always call me. You could have called me, good. you know. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call okay, on you, I can too. Do it. My, only thing, okay. my only thing that I'm afraid yeah. of, so electricity doesn't bother me. I have a weird, freakish fear of gas. Like, my gas fireplace, I'm convinced is going to blow up someday when I turn it on. I just yeah. have a freak, so I won't mess with gas. I always call the gas company. I just, I just uh, don't want to. I, I just feel like I'm gonna blow up. That's my weird thing. I can do when anything you smell, else. <clears throat> when you smell gas, you're smelling a yes. Uh, a, that's not a fragrance that they put into the gas because otherwise, gas doesn't, doesn't have, have a smell, smell and, and you, they could it could wipe you out. Couldn't they put yeah. something nicer? Why did they choose that particular smell for gas? Like rotten <laughs> eggs. You want it to be like uh, roses or sure. hyacinth or, or something? Or chocolate. Or <laughs> they could have chosen a type. Because it would make you happy and you don't want to be happy. Oh my God, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. The psychology behind it is, is alarming. It's a gas! I have a friend that built a couple of houses for himself. He did the electrical, he did the plumbing, he did every bit of the construction, but the one thing he said he would not do is drywall. Drywall's hard. He just Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. He said it's too hard. I, I can get professionals in here to do it, and they, they have the equipment mm -hmm. and all of that. I won't do drywall. I'll do anything else, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is hard. So Okay, here's our closing joke. Oh, we're already there? I think so. I think well, so. We are. We yapped. Huh. <laughs> well, we want those people to get their what was the, the money? top twenty four thousand yeah, dollars. I don't remember. Worth, and I think 
I think if we go any longer, then they're, we're going to be in a deficit situation. That's a good point. So, All right. Here we go. A husband and wife were fast asleep in bed in the early hours of the morning when there was a knock at the front door. The husband tried to ignore it, like husbands always do. But the moments later, the knocking was repeated, and it was louder than before. And his wife said, Where'd you go see who it is, honey? Go see who it is. It must be important if somebody's knocking at the door at this hour. Oh, all right. So the husband puts on his nightgown, and he goes downstairs to answer the door, and he opens it, and he's greeted by a drunk who is standing on the front porch, and he says, Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, buddy. Will you give me a push? The husband was furious. No, I won't give you a push. It's half past three in the morning. I was fast asleep in bed. Get lost! Slams the door. Wow. Goes back to bed. When he tells his wife what has happened, his wife is kind of annoyed with him. She said, Well, that wasn't a very nice thing to do. Peter? 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 Hey, by the way, Peter, what's your last name? <laughs> Cock. All right. Well, remember the time when our car broke down late at night in the pouring rain on our way to pick the kids up from the babysitter, and you had to knock on that man's door to get us started again? Well, what would we have done if he told us to get lost? Uh, this guy was drunk. It doesn't matter. He needs our help. Um, okay. So he gets up, he gets dressed again, he goes downstairs and he opens the door and he, he, the drunk wasn't on the porch anymore. So he calls out. Hey, buddy, do you still want to push? Voice comes back. Yeah, I sure do. Where are you? I'm over here, on your swing. Listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.